Hey guys. What's up? It's Cody again. Uh, we're back for Chess Talk episode 18, I believe. Yeah, it's 18. Um, so yeah, we're back and we got... Me. He's back. <laughs> He's back from Westeros and his long excursion. I found my way back. He got a little lost. That's why it took him so long. <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Um, it was weird not being on the last Chess Talk episode, but I enjoyed listening to it. It was very funny. Um, you and Carlos did a pretty dang good job. Thanks, we know. <laughs> yep, we're just going to have the two of us this week. Just, you know, good old classic old OG, OG season chess one, talk. two of Mythbusters. God. <laughs> um, am so, I Adam or am I Jamie? <laughs> I, let me see, you have glasses and, well, they both wear glasses. Who looks more like a walrus? <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm back um, and we're going to start up some chess. Uh, the score last time. I played was 36 46 to 2. Mm-hmm. So it was my game last time. And last week or last episode I won against Carlos, but that doesn't really count. It's not a score. <laughs> it's just um, chess is all for fun. It was just the scores fun don't matter. to beat up Carlos at chess. That's pretty much why I did it. <laughs> we just lost our like most loyal guest. <laughs> oh well. All right, let's start it up. What are you first? Yeah. Man, are you trying to cheat? <laughs> is that what they taught you back down there? <laughs> Tell me about your trip. Tell me which countries you went to because I forgot how many and which ones. <laughs> okay, so I took a two-week vacation. I went to South America. I went to Ecuador and Peru. Just um, those two? Just those two countries, okay. but I went to a couple different cities and towns. Um, I went just because, I don't know, I've never been. You know, it was a, it was an adventure. I saved yeah. up and planned it for a long time and finally did it. Um, so, yeah, I visited those great countries. It was beautiful. I think the biggest thing was just it was so overwhelming really two weeks is definitely not enough time to visit two I feel countries like that's perfect amount of time dude every single day we were just go, go, doing go, go, something go. yeah <laughs> dude i i even asked my uncle i told him i do we get a day off <laughs> i'm so tired yeah i thought you were just gonna like go to these different cities and just like <laughs> relax and just like chill like a little stuff no it was just like we're gonna go see this and we're gonna go see that <laughs> the first day we got there um my, my plane didn't arrive till like three in the morning oh. and my uncle was waiting for me at the airport because uh he lives in california so we flew separately but uh that's scary it was kind of <laughs> what if he's just like uh, you're in the wrong country yeah and i was like oh god no i mean like he met me there and we met up and we got a taxi to our hotel that we we're staying at we didn't get there till like five in the morning like the sun was just coming up and we it's, had it's scheduled like a modern day city, right? Yeah. Well, okay. we went to Quito, Ecuador and like it's, we had, we signed up for like a tour like of the city, but Perfect. walking tour. So pass. And that was at, I think 9am. So I got there. It was like 5.30am. I slept in my clothes on the bed and I woke up like a few hours later and we were off and we were walking the whole day. Like it was a two hour tour, but even after that, we still wanted to explore and just kind of like the tour is just kind of like your baseline and then from there you're like all right let's go explore this area more <laughs> let's we heard about this let's go see what this is about. yeah pretty much dude and like i think i think about like uh other, these other countries is they have so much culture and so much mm-hmm. history history embedded within it i mean uh, not that america doesn't but it's, compared like, to like other countries oh my gosh i think america is like more spread out whereas these other smaller countries that have been around for longer they're like right here but it was cool though i mean i got to go there i visited machu picchu Mm. um that must have been really cool it was i don't want to sound cliche but it was breathtaking for sure yeah and i'm not saying that because it was high altitude but it was i was it was hard to kind of realize it like you know like it was in front of you can't like picture it like 
it's just there and you're like well it's weird because like crap. you can see pictures of it all the time everywhere you know yeah and to see it in person is just really surreal you know i'm guessing pictures like don't do it justice probably not no <laughs> honestly it's just being there you know did it, you even like take pictures gorgeous. or no oh i did i did yeah i took pictures of my phone um mm-hmm. i i took so many pictures i had to start deleting apps really? because i kept running out of memory <laughs> yeah i was That's bad it was great though you know I, I definitely enjoyed it i saw llamas um there no, was... That's the highlight of the trip. <laughs> Llamas. Dude. Well, I think I mentioned in episodes a long time ago that I'm afraid of moths. Dude. And, uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> South America, no. it being a lot more humid. No. All the bugs and whatnot, they're like eight times bigger <laughs> than they are here in Nevada because it's so dry out here. So everything's smaller. So prior to my trip, I was very, very frightened about oh, running into a big bat moth or something, you know, just like the size of a bird. I've heard stories. I've heard stories where people kind of are like dreaming and sleeping and like they dream like of like a pigeon like chirping and then they wake up and there's a moth on their pillow the size oh, of like a pigeon. God. And I, I heard that story and I was like, oh, no, nope. And oh. there were, there was one. I wasn't really too nervous about it at all until I found out we were going to be staying in a little cabin in the forest, like deep in the forest. So we got there, and yes. this is when I really kind of started getting nervous. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I can do this. And uh, <laughs> Was your uncle nervous, or was he just like, no, no he's cool. It. Like I even told him, too. I was like, hey, by the way, I have this fear of moths, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> just so you know, they're my kryptonite. <laughs> Basically, dude. And I will was... leave this country once I see one. <laughs> that was the one thing I was most nervous about. So we got to the cabin during the day, and there's butterflies, and there's toucans and hummingbirds, and it's beautiful, you know. It was and... quite loud, wasn't it? Oh yeah, dude. Like oh my God. at night sleeping, like all you hear is like crickets and like Just all these like sorts of animals. Noises. Like you hear the noises of the forest and the jungle. Yeah. It's that, crazy. I think that would make me not sleep. I'd be like, terrified. I was cool with it. I was more terrified. I, my biggest main thing that I wanted to make You're sure was hearing moth wings. I, I wanted to make sure all the doors were closed and all the windows were closed. Cause I, at that first night we were sitting it out and hanging out in the cabin and, uh, we had the lights on and we had the curtains open, but the windows were closed. But the light was attracting bugs. And, so the and there was just... a big moth like on the window. And I was like, all right, I think I've had enough. You're so like, we closed the curtain. No breaks. We, we closed the curtain and I was like, oh my gosh. That first night in the middle of the night, I woke up and it's pitch black. And like I said, you hear the sounds of, you hear the animals outside. Yeah. And uh, I woke up and I couldn't see anything. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and I didn't want to move too. I was like, is there a moth next to me? Like, is there a freaking moth next to me? I flipped the light switch and like, I can't even describe to you the suspense I was feeling. It was terrible, <laughs> but uh, no, there was nothing next to me. I didn't run into any big moths, just so everyone knows. Like I, I kept my I, distance. I was so hoping the story was gonna end with like a moth like landing on you and waking you up. You know, um, it was funny because when we were going to our cabin, I w- the biggest thing in my mind, like I was like, oh wow, it's beautiful, but the biggest thing in my mind was like, where are the moths? Where are they? Yeah, I know they're here. And he, he and the guy was like, okay, your cabin's this way, and he's taking us through the forest, and you know. I'm like ducking under the branches and then it's light outside and I see a shadow of a butterfly, but I thought it was a moth what a jerk. and it was huge. And what I was, a jerk. it was bad. That's bad. Cause if you see how big a butterfly is, you're like, I know there's a moth that's bigger than that and furrier than that. Oh God, dude. I'm so glad. So glad that I was able to survive. Other than that though, like it was, it was cool, man. Like everywhere we went, there was just something to look at. There was just so many things to look at. So many things to learn. Was it like, populated like really populated was there a lot of yeah people? yeah certain cities like quito definitely populated mm-hmm. cusco peru populated for sure mm-hmm. um there was one little town called um Oyantantambo, which oh, is uh at the base of machu picchu it's like a two-hour train ride from machu picchu 
um compared to cusco it's cusco is like a four-hour train ride so it's closer little town walking everywhere they have rickshaws everywhere what is that uh a rickshaw is a three-wheeled like vehicle um and it's like a little and like the guy in the front yeah it's like sometimes they attach motorcycles to it they call it well they had moto taxis and that's what they were using rickshaws and you're just walking everywhere there's rickshaws everywhere and are cobblestones just, like, shouting and like talking to each other really loudly pretty much like Co- cobblestone streets dude i feel like i was in the medieval times or something it was cool like it was really cool <laughs> i definitely felt like i was in a, like an episode of game of thrones <laughs> like at king's land native or american version yeah it was i'm in bravos well everyone spoke spanish down there some people spoke quechua which was uh like the native like the old yeah like the native uh tongue hmm. um and I mean, then you, you don't really speak Spanish at all. You just you can understand it. I can understand a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Speaking is where I had my trouble, but uh, I was able to understand a lot of it though. That's I mean, cool. it was the most I've ever attempted to speak Spanish in my life <laughs> for two weeks. But so you, you I learned were never, a lot. Like separated from your uncle, were you? No, no, not at all. Oh, okay. um, he was always with me. So there was one point actually where, because he came from a different uh, starting point, and I did come from a different starting point right. as well. Our plan for flying when we flew to these different countries were. A little different. Sure. Some countries we got to fly together. Mm-hmm. Other countries we couldn't. Oh. And there was a day where I had to fly out and then he was going to fly out an hour later. But I was going to go to one city and then fly to another city. And then I just need to take a taxi, like a two-hour taxi ride to the little town. And I'm there. So overall, like six to eight hours of traveling for me. My uncle, he got taken, taken to another city in another country. And he had to take a 12-hour layover. And he didn't show up till the next day. So that was the only time we were separated for about a day, and but I was. You were just like in the hotel. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it took me a while to get there because I, I got a taxi to the bus station, then I took the bus to the town. It I was feel like that was the worst day. part, just like getting from point A to point B, and it, then from B to D. It wasn't that bad, but the thing is, I got really sick. Really, um, just I from went the constant travel. Well, because they say you know not to drink you know faucet water or like salt water or anything like that. Well, I went swimming in the ocean and I accidentally swallowed some salt water, and it got me so sick. Holy just crap. like food poisoning basically pretty just, much like oh. exactly and i when I, when we were separated those for that day i was still sick and i was debating like, should i take a taxi all the way to the town or should i take the bus bus is way cheaper taxi is a little more expensive but the taxi is more like direct and gets you there like, and if i said i need to stop i need to like pee or something yeah. he can help me out right well uh i don't know i just felt like saving some money was better <laughs> so i took the bus and longest bus ride of my life no my accidents. goodness dude no accidents thank goodness but when i got to that hotel dude i like unleashed <laughs> i like ate crackers and like drank gatorade and oh, you sat there just like hugging yourself just why basically just like in a little ball like help me south america why you do this <laughs> it was it was great though man and like overall i had a really great time i learned a lot um i'm really appreciative of the people there and how uh i admire yeah the culture and i admire the people and how much they know about their country and how into it they are right i feel feel like that's something that america doesn't have too much it's just like well right i kind of like reflected myself i was like like they know so much about like the history of their city and their country what do I know about my city? And uh, it doesn't feel like forced or anything. It just everyone naturally just like yeah feels because that like way. they they live in like there's like little towns where like the ruins are just like a short walk away. Mm-hmm. Like you're always a short distance away from something magical that took place in history. Right. Whereas in you know here in the states, oh you know I want to go see Mount Rushmore. Like oh well that's really far from yeah. here. You know, I mean there there there's history here in America, but you kind of have to go a little out of your way to get to it. 
in right. certain areas. Like depending saying, on it's her. very like our history is there, but it's very it's very spread out. Spread out. Yeah. And South just, America, like the countries I visited, there it's everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. it, which is great and it's but, really refreshing. It all won't just be like devil's advocate. It might be because you chose where you wanted to go, and so right. you knew there would be these history spots here. Oh, right. I'm sure if you went to just some random spot in Brazil, <laughs> you'd be like, this is just a little town. Right, right. Well, there was actually places, too, where we visited that we didn't even plan on visiting. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a guy who we ended up hiring who ended up being a really good friend mm-hmm. um, that uh, offered to drive us to these places, and he's like, you know what? On the way, we should stop here. Um, we stopped at a volcano called Pulo Lua. Wow. And it's one of the only two volcanoes in the world where people actually live in the crater. Like, and I know, I was like, how does that work? Well, we hiked up to the viewing point. We looked down and it's just valley, like valley between all these mountains, you know, at farmland. And, you know, you see little houses and that that's the crater. It, it didn't look like a crater. It, like the crater I was thinking of was like Mount Doom. Right. From <laughs> Lord of the Rings. It was like foreboding no. and like black. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, what? People can't live in that? But uh, no, this is way, way opposite from what I was thinking. Like it was farmlands. It was just green. Yeah, because volcanic soil is like really good to like farm in, isn't it? From, yeah, I mean, it's, it's rich. It's rich in nutrients. So we hiked into the crater, which is really Ugh. cool. And it was, it was awesome, man. It just sounds so cool. I felt like there, there, there was moments where I was like, man, I feel like I'm in an Indiana Jones movie. Because <laughs> like there was moments where we were hiking through the forest mm-hmm. and then we'll find ruins, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for, like, whoa. Yeah, it's like, whoa, like, this is so cool. Where's the artifact? I walked inside a cave. I saw a golden idol. I had a bag of sand, and I switched it out. Was that the um, first volcano you've ever been to? Uh, well, it was actually the second. The first one was still on this trip, okay. but there was a volcano called Pachincha, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a very, very huge, huge mountain. Yeah. It's foggy up there, and we, we had to take a cable car up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in the cable car, and there was uh, some tourists with us, too. We were all crammed in there. Right. And there was a point where the cable car stopped. And we were swinging, oh. and it was the longest minute in my life. I, I was would, like, I would be getting so sick and freaked out. Dude, right I was like praying internally so much, <laughs> but then it worked again. But so, but that was the first volcano. And then later we saw Pilalua. And yeah, that was really um, cool. in Oregon where I grew up, there's a volcano like an hour away, Crater Lake. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So I've been there three times, and that is massive. Yeah, it, mm. you, it was called Mount Mazama. I just know that because <laughs> that was the high school I went to. Yeah, yeah. um, it, it's it's huge yeah <laughs> and I've, I've been there like in summer and just before winter and it's just snowy all year round and it's oh, cool. that's awesome dude is it active no no it just blew up the one time it just made the crater and then like the big old lake and the island in the middle and it's, yeah it's done it was like forty thousand years ago or something <laughs> so it's awesome though like that's why i was curious about the volcano yeah because i've only seen that one and then there was yeah these were definitely not the volcanoes i was expecting mm-hmm. like i was expecting like i said you know really like rugged mm-hmm. dark volcanoes but clouds these, everywhere these, these were actually like really <laughs> good and beautiful to look at you know right. there was green i mean it was it's gorgeous uh let's see let's see let's see i yeah. can't imagine the humidity down there it was pretty humid but you know it's funny i had a layover in miami florida and i had five hour layover and i was like well i guess i should go to the beach <laughs> you just went to the beach yeah i got a taxi ride to the beach and uh i was like five hours i'm not gonna spend it in the airport and eat burger king i would spend it in the airport i wouldn't want to well, it was the it. first time i did because I had on, I had two five hour layovers. Oh, okay, okay. Going there, I waited in the airport and I was just so bored. And yeah. the second time when I came back, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to the beach. And on the second time on your way back, you can always get a later flight. It exactly, be as detrimental. yeah. Because it's a connecting flight. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just went to the taxi driver. I was like, hey man, you know how long till we get to the Miami Beach? He's like, mm, about 20 minutes from here. I'm like, all right, let's go. So he took me there and I was walking around and 
so humid. Oh yes. my gosh! Like, like oh. I was in, I was at the cloud forest in Mindo, and compared to Miami, Miami just. I think it's because it was also raining a little bit too, mm. and it was like not even refreshing rain. <laughs> it was like Sticking warm to rain. I was like, oh, I gotta go back to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but it was it was nice. It was nice to kind of get away for a little bit. Uh, favorite part of the trip? Uh, talk about just recap it. Whew. There was a moment where um, we were we had a tour guide taking us through. Uh, mm. Was it the same tour guide that was a friend? Different one. Okay. Uh, he was taking us to the ruins of Pisac. We were hiking through at? the mountains. This was in Peru. Okay. Yeah. And it was it was nice. It was really, really nice ruins. He was just teaching us the history about it. He was really passionate about it too. Like he actually works for the uh for the area, like mm-hmm. restoring me- natural medicine. Perfect. And um there was a point where we got up to like we hiked up this, you know, big hill and we just see all, you know, the the little town below us. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm gonna play some music, you know. Uh how the Incas or the Quechua people used to play mm-hmm. on the, the instrument, the kena, which is like a flute, like a wooden flute. Right. And they use a alpaca bone as the, the reed. Wow. Interesting. And uh, he played it, and it just filled the mountains with just like this, I don't know, like this magical vibe. Like it was cool. Like I felt it. Like I was like, this is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And when he finished, while it was, it was happening, it was kind of raining a little bit, but when he finished, the rain cleared. <sighs> I'm not even lying. The clouds opened up. The sun started shining, and there was a rainbow. And I was oh like, "What the heck?" <laughs> Mine a storybook. Yeah, that was like that was one of the coolest moments of the trip for sure, for sure. Were you guys? Was it like a busy ruin? Was like was that a touristy spot, or was it mostly just like you guys and some other groups? Like, for the um, it, it was a little bit. There was some tourists, but it was not busy, which is nice. So we kind of had it almost all yeah, to ourselves. That, especially if it was like ruins, I'm sure it was like massive, so you barely ran into people. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, least favorite part would that would just be getting sick staying getting sick, sick yeah because that really slowed a lot down how many days were you out of commission for like i think one good day i just could not move mm. but there was a couple of days where i had like a, leading up and like getting off yeah the like there was like, there was oh. at least one day where i just couldn't do anything but the other two days out of those three days sickness um i was i was okay to move it hurt but i was able to kind of get around yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's probably mm-hmm. like once in a lifetime trip pretty much yeah hopefully not but it could be yeah, yeah, especially uh, it's like something that not a lot of people get to see. I probably won't. No, you know, you never know. Yeah, true. If we had if we, when we do chess talk live. We're gonna go to South, South America. America. We're coming to you <laughs> first. What up, five fans from Ecuador? <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Nothing we're gonna talk about is gonna be as like interesting as that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should just save that for the end. We just ruined the episode. Yeah, game over. No one wins. So what happened these past two weeks while I was gone? Um. Anything new? Anything you'd like to share? Just a uh, new vinyl that I'm getting. New vinyl that's finally shipping. Three vinyl from Merch Now coming in. I got mm. Lydia, that really sad band that I showed you. They, yeah, yeah. They finally pressed that album for the first time. Uh-huh. They pressed it 180 gram on blue, actually. And so I got that. That's coming in. That's kind of wicked. Yeah. That's kind of it. Um, Started summer school. How's that? Terrible. Good. Moving on. Um, <laughs> work. That's it. That's it, really. And you haven't seen the new Mad Max. I have not. As much as Carlos talked it up, I just... Nah. Dude, while I was gone, I was like, I wanted to come back and watch Mad Max. That was bit. the only reason why I wanted to come back. I, I mean, like, you know, I miss my dogs and whatnot. But, man, Mad Max is so good. I want to take my dogs to see Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. I won't talk too much about it, because I know Carlos touched up on it a yeah. lot last week. But just to add on what he said, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely That's some of the most fun I've had at the movies in a long time. I probably won't go to the movies until Jurassic World. Oh, Let's next week. Theaters. Um, but yeah, I've been um, cooking more, starting to cook more. <laughs> I actually made these uh, turkey meatballs today. Turkey meatballs? Is it picking up? Um, yeah, turkey meatballs. Like I got the ground turkey breast myself and I like got it into a bowl and I like mushed it all together with the other ingredients. <laughs> Sounds and romantic. rolled it into balls. <laughs> I felt so gross. It was like sticking to my hands like glue. What am I doing? <laughs> and I had to like mash the garlic and that was like sticking to my hands and sticking to the knife. <laughs> How did it turn out though overall? Um, good. It was really good. I actually have some leftover, and so I'm gonna save those for work on Monday. I think. Nice. Oh, I. Um, yeah, just making new recipes. Not making new recipes. Trying new recipes. <laughs> I'm not that. Inventing. Good. Nope. Magic for your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Are there any movies that you're excited about other than Mad Max? I don't even know if you're excited about Mad Max. I'm not really excited for that. You're not? Nah. Oh, dude. I would, I would see it. I yeah. would be like, oh, this is cool, but I'm not like, oh, I got to go see it. Oh, yeah. Um, Jurassic World is probably the only one on my list up until Star Wars comes out, to be honest with you. I really, really want to see... I, I can't wait for Jurassic World. Like, I'm counting the days, dude. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, like, I think Insidious 3 comes out. I haven't seen the first two. I've, I've seen the first one, which is cool, but I haven't seen the second one. Yeah. And the third one, I was like, eh, they're making a third one. Right. But uh, I also want to see the Poltergeist remake. My mom keeps mentioning to, like, watch the trailer because she said the trailer was, like, really scary. The trailer is cool. I mean, it's exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a big fan of the first Poltergeist mm-hmm. uh, movie. And this one looks – I mean, I'm excited because I like the idea of making it modern. And it just it mm-hmm. seems like a fun haunted house kind of movie. Right. So far, I've been seeing a lot of reviews, and they've just been really mixed, especially, like, really? bad. Yeah, like, I think Rotten Tomatoes has given it, like, a 32. Don't, oh, so don't quote fresh. me on that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's not fresh at all. It is a 32 on Rotten Tomatoes by Eddie Felix, 2015. <laughs> Actual quote. <laughs> just just kidding. Um, But, yeah, no, I just hear, like, a lot of eh, eh yeah. about the movie, which kind of saddens me, but I'm still going to go watch it. But I think I'm just going to wait for $5 yeah, a day. It might just be, like, a horror movie. Like, it's just not – it's not – a type of horror movie and people like their horror movies a certain way like a comedy like some people could think a comedy is like the funniest thing ever and they'll say it's the best comedy of all time and then another person will watch it and it's not their type of humor and they'll be like this comedy wasn't that good right and it could be the same thing for a horror movie it's like oh this isn't like this doesn't scare me so i don't really think it's good and another person is like oh my god that was such a good movie i was yeah. so scared during these parts right right and you know i mean i think one of the things i was excited about was uh like Sam Rockwell, I think he's a cool actor, mm-hmm. and I was excited to see him in it. But uh, in, in the trailer, there is a scene where I haven't seen the trailer. Okay, the, in in the trailer, there's a scene. I'll just try to describe it to you. Um, where because like the whole premise of the movie is about the house being haunted by wow. a poltergeist. Wow, and that's new. This thing is like vicious. I mean, because in the original movie, it's they built more like oogie boogie. Well, in the first movie, I don't know if they're gonna follow the same formula, but in the first movie, that they they moved into a house that was built on the grave site of an Indian burial ground. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they were pissed. Yeah. They were very pissed. Oh my gosh. Well, anyways, in this Oops. trailer for the new movie, there's a little clip where the girl is sitting at the bottom of the stairs. Mm-hmm. She says something. And then the ghost or the invisible figure grabs her by the leg and drags her up the stairs, but violently. And when I saw that in the trailer, I was, I, I kind of just like was shocked this isn't your mama's poltergeist. No, no way. I'm like, this ain't no one's poltergeist. Like, this is... Advanced poltergeist. <laughs> Advanced 
it was pretty pretty gruesome so i can't i, I was like oh man this that, that looks exciting hmm. you know because there was definitely not that in the first movie <laughs> hmm. anyways i'm you know i'm slightly bummed that i'm hearing a lot of bad reviews but i'm gonna go watch it anyways yeah, yeah. just because you know, i was excited about it i um started listening to uh the game of thrones books on audible oh really yeah how are audiobooks what do you i like them because I, I, where I work, I can listen to music yeah. and not really have to focus kind of too much on what I'm out. doing. Yeah. I can just focus on the music. Yeah. And so the audiobook's like perfect. Like I'm listening and I'm like actually getting everything that's being said. And I think for all the books, it's the same actor. And so oh. you get used to like the voices he has for different characters. And so you can just picture them. Oh, okay, good. And I'm almost done with the second book. And so I'm like, oh, I remember this scene from the show. And so I'm just visualizing what's happening and like yeah. comparing it. It's really good. The differences and like the scenes and like getting an inside head of what's going on, I think changes the mood of a lot of different scenes. Oh, I'm sure because all the chapters are told like POV of a certain character, right? Yep. Yeah. And like it struck me as odd. Like Rob, he never gets his own chapter. All this, uh-huh. all this stuff that happens to Rob is through Catelyn. It's all through her. And like Cersei and Jamie, I think so far they haven't had any. It's all through like um, Tyrion. Mm. he's like the only lannister that gets his own like voice yeah. so far yeah. i like i like that you know, it's i think that's interesting it's good it's actually really good mm. and different than what i expected and he's he's a good writer like the just the way he describes things and how he like sets the scene like i'm just like wow like i would never think to do that like <laughs> there was a scene where john was up in the north and he was just like trying to find like he thought he saw like a white walker and so he's like trying to find it and he was just like the trees were moving and rustling and the wind was howling and the silence was like or I messed it up but like the trees howling was like swallowing up the sound of like mm. the world and i was like whoa like, <laughs> i never thought of like something just like swallowing up the sound hey man that's imagery yeah. that, that's cool i was just like whoa like i can never write like that and it's crazy that he just does it i i i haven't really I, i've only listened to one audiobook ever which one <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh uh it was alice's adventures in wonderland <laughs> i i because it's like Interesting. whenever i would drive to this campus yeah. it's like an hour drive for me because it's during traffic hour yeah <laughs> so i can only listen to like i'll listen to music but i was like i want to change it up i want to make something different right. so i started listening to a book and i just typed in audiobooks and one of the biggest ones that came up was like alice in wonderland i was like oh that's weird I was like, I haven't read that in a long time. Let me listen to the audiobook, you know, because it's not too long of a book. How long was the audiobook, though? Um, I think because I drive to school, it takes me about an hour. Um, I think I finished it in about five or six, you know, visits. So, hmm. I mean, but the audiobook was like about two hours, so. Oh, okay. But there were moments where, you know, I started late, I forgot, or I had it mm-hmm. end early. But um, I like it because... I, I like the idea of, you know, having, you know, actors acting as characters, you know, just through audio. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me think. Was it like multiple people reading? Yeah, as oh, the characters, okay. you know. In Game of Thrones, there's just one And then guy. they have that one narrator, yeah. No, oh, Game of Thrones, there's just one guy for everything. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Dude. <laughs> it's, it's weird. And so that's what I was saying. Like, by the time in the second book, like, you know his voice for each character. And so, like, if, like, Arya mm-hmm. is, like, in the camp and, like, she hears someone talking, you're like, I know who that is, but she doesn't know who that is. And so it adds like, uh, like the, I can't think of the, like the technical term, but like suspense, like, you know, something the character doesn't know. And so it's like, it's like when, yeah, it's like, you there's, know, there's yeah. a word for it. <laughs> no, I think, I think I know what you're talking about too. Alfred Hitchcock used to do that a lot too. Um, in his movies. Yeah. These are long. The first book was 33 hours. The second book is 37 hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I finished the first book in a week and I'm almost done with the second book and I got it on Sunday. Hmm. 
just because, like I said, at work, I can just listen to it. And so I listen about six hours a day. It's, I think I might start listening to more audiobooks because I'm always driving in. Like I said, you know, I like the gym. I, is that the gym? The gym. You can do all your running. Just yeah. lose yourself into the world. Because Game <laughs> of Thrones, Potter. <laughs> I've just heard it being described as kind of like dry and really wordy. And I'm like, I don't want to sit down and read that. Right. And I, I've had people, like my brother, for example, he didn't do the audiobook, but he just started reading it. And even though he did mm-hmm. see the show, he was having trouble like picking up some of the names, for example. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, if it wasn't for the show, you know, he wouldn't have known ever how to pronounce them. And I can only imagine before the show and before audiobooks, you know, reading. when people are reading this, like... What? <laughs> what what does this say? Right, like when I'm listening, I'm completely caught up on the show. Like I hear him talking about someone, I'm like, this person doesn't matter, and so I just kind of like zone out, and like drift off, and then I come back in when like something happens. I'm yeah. like, oh, I think uh, my brother he was listening to the audiobook for uh, Name of the Wind. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and he said it was interesting, and I was like, you know what, that'd be a good audiobook to really it dive is. into. I was actually like, because I was like, I have one book. I was like, what book am I gonna pick? And I was like, maybe I'll do Name of the Wind. I was like, nah, I've like read that way too many times. I know yeah. it back to front. I was like, Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was like, let me just start reading that. That's quite the endeavor, man. Um, if you sign up to Audible, you get like the free title. Mm. And um, every month you get uh, one credit for one book. Or you can just, um, when you sign up as like a pro member, it's like 15 bucks a month. Mm. You get like discounted rates on the books. Mm. So I'll try it out. Yeah, yeah, I would say just try out for the free 30 days. Just mm. try one book. And then if you can go along and you it makes sense in your head, stick to it yeah I'll, I'll figure something out yeah because you know being on vacation i finally got to read and I, had, wow. I haven't read like a book in so long but uh it was cool i was mainly just reading a bunch of short stories just to kind of get back into it gonna get into game of thrones spoilers season two spoilers well the entire show spoilers because this is kind of important but um season two well it's important for the show so spoilers watch out it's not gonna be very long i hope this discussion but um spoilers stop listening um <laughs> When Renly gets killed in yeah. the camp by the shadow, shadow. dude, <laughs> the shadow of Stannis Baratheon, right? It came out of nowhere though. Like, in the book, yeah, uh. like in the show, there's like a whole part where like, the, it, it, yeah, the Red Priest gets like pregnant and like yeah. she gives birth to it. Mm-mm. No, like Stannis is there and they're talking and then all of a sudden, Kate, Catelyn, I want to say Caitlyn all the time. Catelyn's like, and like she was like, a big gust went through the tent while she was talking to Renly and then like she noticed the shadow was like moving, or he wasn't and she was like, what what's going on? And then the shadow pulls out the sword. Yeah, and stabs him. When the when his sword is fine, and then suddenly it's just like through his chest, and he just starts bleeding. And she's like, "What's happening?" Uh, I like that though because it, I was like, "If you," it really makes you feel like the, the character, like, "What's happening?" Yeah, like if you just reading the book, you'd be like, "What just happened?" Do you think Catelyn's gone like crazy or something? Like a right. shadow just killed this yeah, guy? Like, yeah, yeah. You forget that it's set in fantasy, and it's not just politics. Like. Yeah, yeah, there's a you, lot of stuff that you're not going to understand that's happening well, in this ta- world. When you're attached to these characters, yeah, in that certain sense, and these surprises happen, yeah, it really, <laughs> really gets you like off Like, she's card. just talking to him about, like, joining up with Rob and becoming a force, and he's dead. You're just like, oh, oh my god, like, this is so terrible for everybody. Jorge Martin. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler ends. <laughs> I'll, we'll make sure that Cody puts a link to the Audible website, so if you guys are interested in checking out you know, audiobooks. Yeah, and you can be read there. reviews. I think I want to say now that the audiobooks have been out so long, like the Game of Thrones books are like one of the highest rated yeah. on the website. And yeah. so there's like 15,000 reviews like per book. So <laughs> oh you, you can definitely see like what's good about the audiobook, what isn't, what's good about the book, what isn't. That's good. Yeah. I think I'm going to really check it out. You know? that, that's what made me decide like, 
all right, I'm probably just going to do this because there's just so many reviews. I was like, I have a pretty yeah, good... Yeah, you find the good feedback for certain books and then you can like, mm-hmm. okay, I can get I can get behind this. Yeah, I was like, I think I can just get past all the negatives they're saying and I'll enjoy it. And I have. So link below for Audible. All right, straying away from the books and audio and goodness. Um, Fallout 4. Cody, did you see the trailer for Fallout 4? <laughs> no, what are you talking it about? It came out out of nowhere. Um, oh my gosh. It's, uh, it's your turn, so you think oh. I'm just going to talk. Um funny story i actually didn't know the trailer came out but i was at work and derek texted me on tuesday and he's like hey is fallout 3 and fallout new vegas are those stories like intertwined and i was like uh no not really they're all pretty much like separate stories he's like all right yeah because um i really wanted to play fallout 4 and i just wanted to you know play these games to make sure i was ready for fallout 4 and i was like oh yeah no they're completely different stories i was like that's whatever. I was like, oh, you just probably just excited for Fallout 4 eventually coming out. I was like, all right. <laughs> just didn't hit you. You're just like, I was huh. just like, huh. I was just, I was like, Fallout 4 is not coming out. Like, he's, <laughs> he just wants to get ahead of the curve so he's completely ready. And then yesterday I get home and I was like, oh, there's a Fallout 4 trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I, where did I see it? I was on my day off actually when I came back. I'm sitting, I'm sitting at my house resting, scrolling through, and then someone's freaking out Fallout 4, Fallout 4. And I was like, wait a second. They have a trailer. I watched it so quick and Oh, man, it looks so cool. It was long. It was way longer than I expected it to be. It was like a good almost two to three minute trailer, right? It was um, three minutes. It was, I think it was like 254. You can get nitpicky. Um, but I kind of knew it was coming soon because a couple months ago, people saw at E3 that Bethesda and Obsidian reserved like a panel spot. Yeah. Like on the main stage for E3 and everyone was like, these are the guys that make like Elder Scrolls and Fallout. Yeah, like these like, are the guys who like defy <laughs> like losing your life in a video game. <laughs> yeah. So everyone is like, they're probably announcing Fallout Four at this point. Yeah, one would um, think. Another kind of crazy thing. So wait, is this about Fallout Four? Yes. Eleven months ago. Damn. Uh, <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> there was this person. Um, they posted in I think the gaming subreddit on Reddit. And she was like, hey, guys, what's up? Um, I just got fired from Bethesda for some, like, NDA stuff. That wasn't really my fault. And so I just wanted to let you guys know that um, Fallout 4 is real, and it's coming out, and I've tested it, and I've played on it. And here's basically what the game is about, and here's what, like, the setting is. It's in Boston. Like, you play as a male character. Like, these are the different weapons. These are different creatures. And it was 11 months ago. All the comments are like, you're so stupid, like, you're lying, like, yeah. why you're just, like, trying to get a rise out of us, like, we're not going to believe you. Yeah. She had the trailer to the date. <laughs> She's really? like, it's going to be released on this day, and it was. <laughs> and then she, like, on the post. She's like a prophecy. <laughs> on the post, there's, like, a bullet list of, like, dates, like, this is the launch trailer, this is the E3 panel that they're going to have, like. This is the like next she trailer. She knew everything about the Fallout 4 project. Yeah. Yeah. Because she worked on it. And yeah. everyone was like, you're, because it was a year ago that she talked about this. Yeah. So, of course, everyone, you know, it's like, oh, she just cried wolf. Yeah. yeah. There, I think there was like nine comments on it. And <laughs> now everyone's like referencing her post or like, yeah, this is what she said. And so it's in the Boston area and like everything she said so far was coming true. And it's just crazy. Yeah. Well, it's real. It's coming <laughs> out and we can all be happy. <laughs> I am. They so haven't excited. announced release date, or she didn't mention um, release date. I can't remember. I think she said, like, it's going to be released in this time frame. Oh, like fall, you think? Yeah, some. Okay. it was like some general area, and yeah. so I know roughly when it's going to be out, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh-huh. Um, 
it's gonna be good though. But yeah, you do only get to play a male character. That was something she said that people were like, really? <laughs> because in every Bethesda game, you've had the choice of creating your own character, male or to female. The T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was saying you can only do male because the story is so big. Yeah, and so advanced. They didn't want to do like voice work for two different genders because right. of how long it took. Like The Witcher um, three that just came out. Yeah, it was said that it was four hundred and fifty thousand words or pages of dialogue for the game and uh over 950 voice roles in the game oh my god it took two and a half years to record every single line in the witcher 3 that's yeah and um, i think fallout 4 is either like comparable to that or just bigger with one than that. character too with one gender character yeah yeah like so they yeah. couldn't do that with two people and yeah every single way too line much work, yeah. way too much money <laughs> and so that's why people are like okay that makes more sense yeah as to why okay yeah um oh, it, that's intense. it's in the boston area and so it's going to be more like fallout 3 in that story as opposed to fallout new vegas right so mm-hmm. i'm happy about that because i personally like the fallout 3 story better i like the setting better i just like the overall game i never better. played fallout new vegas i played a little bit of fallout it's... 3 and i can already i can tell the fallout 3 story i mean it, it reminded me of like almost like skyrim like you know just Starting from point A, trying to get to point Z at, yeah. at the, for the length of the game, yet getting caught you everywhere. Go through this other with, alphabet first. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Like, oh, you have to go through the Greek alphabet to get to the letter B. <laughs> but, uh, and then I, I've seen friends play New Vegas too. And compared to three, I mean, three is just so much more grand yeah. on a scale. I, li- of I, length. I like both. I played both extensively. Oh, yeah. I yeah. just. I just like three. Better. I like the fact that you get to go to Zion in New Vegas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I think is cool. But three, I mean, I didn't like I said I didn't get to play much of it, but I liked, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Are it you cool. gonna pick up four? Absolutely. Or, yeah. Once they announce it. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, I I got excited. You know, even though I'm not like a really big avid Fallout fan, watching the trailer like it, it got me excited. Like mm-hmm. it really really. You, you see know. like the pre-war and like people reacting. And yeah, I liked how they did it on the TV. Yeah. Was, like. And the atomic news. bombs going off and like everyone's running through the forest and the dogs. The, they're <laughs> going. They're going to the vault. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh. Um, what people are saying is like the, you start the game before the nukes go off and stuff. Mm. And like, you get to see the pre war world and then like you, it leads you into the vault and then you spend some time in the vault and then you emerge. And then it just goes crazy. (laughs) You don't emerge. Like you don't spend that much time. Like people are thinking that like you go into like this stasis Mm. in, um, fallout three. Yeah. You actually come across a different vault where it's an entire colony of people trapped in a simulation mm. of their town before the war and so they're saying that this new vault um 113 i think it is yeah is like that but it actually worked and your character is the one that like got out of the simulation and he's exploring the yeah. fallout world yeah, yeah so that's what the setting is that's what people are saying it is as of right now they said it's bigger than skyrim as well bigger than skyrim mm-hmm. oh man yeah which is skyrim awesome slayed me with how much Get of my life was taken away three times over she's <laughs> but with guns if they just throw a dragon and fall out that'd be very confusing yet amazing dovakin just runs across the screen <laughs> you just forgot to mention that you actually learned a new way of playing chess while you were down there it was your real reason for going down there yeah <laughs> learning just from the masters to sharpen my skills all right here we go see i lost um spoilers for the game you just witnessed, or your ears through just your witnessed. ears, you witnessed through your ears. Um, so I lost. Uh, Eddie came back stronger than ever. Um, 
In South America, I not only visited ruins, but I practiced in the sacred chess temples of Peru. Yeah. You practiced among the ruins of chessboards that <laughs> so now kings once played on. 37-46-2? Yeah. Cool. Um, All right, guys. Well, uh, it's good to be back. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any concerns or con- suggestions or comments, if we please said something feel that was free. wrong. Yeah, let us yeah. let us know. Let us know what you like. Let us know what you don't like. You know, it helps us be better. If not, just continue downloading. Tell your friends. Enjoy the chess talk. Um, and we'll come back with another episode in a couple weeks. We're gonna come back with more Fallout Four because I still I have a lot more to talk about, Fallout. and there's gonna be more info, and maybe Mr. we're gonna come back with our reviews of Jurassic World. <laughs> and Edward will finally watch Game of Thrones, and we can talk about that. Oh gosh, Season yeah. But I think by the time the second this next episode after this one comes out, it, mm-hmm. it's gonna be over. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Game of Thrones. And we'll have a guest. <laughs> we'll have the guy who played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. We're going to get your tour guide. He's going to fly up here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Chess Talk. We'll see you in a couple weeks. See you.